Welcome to Random Side Note. 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 Yo, welcome to Random Side Note. It's your boy Dre and the Rando Gang. We are back at it again. Thank you all for listening. Um, thanks for all our new listeners. And also, thanks for sending in your random side notes. Um, how y'all been this week, Rando Gang? It's been a long week. I don't know if it has something to do with the trip to Colorado and just like getting back in the groove, but I have been exhausted every single day and work has seemed to like drag out. So I'm I'm just thankful for the weekend. I I, I, I agree with the, the tiredness because the day we came back, I slept the entire day. It was, I think it was just lack of oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Akeem? What you been up to? Um, I literally probably around like 12 o'clock today just got back from my own cabin trip. Um, I mean, I wasn't in Colorado like y'all were, but Tennessee will do just fine. Um, Is it cold? But it was weird. Like, it would be like warm in the day and then it'll get like really, really cold at night. But then it'll get the next day it would be warm outside. Like I popped out this morning. And uh, it was real, it was kind of warm, but the wind was blowing. So it was like really strange. Yeah, yeah. But it was nice to see like the the autumn colors on the mountainside and stuff like that. Uh, so good people, good times, definitely for sure. Nice little retreat from the city. Yeah. I got yeah. a real nice one. If anybody's ever in Georgia, though, I do have a real nice one. If you want to go like on a date or a solo one, I got a real nice a nice, one. A nice what? Like a retreat, like a, a cabin retreat. There's a, a company called Getaway uh. House. Oh, okay. And um, you get a, a tiny house in the national park. It's real cool. Oh, I bet you know about that. Mm-hmm. They have them <laughs> up here, too. They have them up yeah, here, they too, but they're really expensive. If you go to their website, they have a lot of um, they have a lot of deals, and it's cheaper to go during the week. I think I got a four-day for, like, 150 Oh. What about you, Nikki? What you been up to? Chilly. Enjoy life. That's it. <laughs> what's well, that what's been up with you? Right. What's been up with you lately? Like, we just popping in on you. Guys, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> y'all be catching me off guard. Like, out, man, listen, I be on this backwood. So, like, my mind don't be catching up sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll send your transcript. <laughs> <laughs> So D, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) So it's been really um, a really busy week. Also, the Trump supporters have invaded D.C., so the vibe of the city has been completely thrown. Um, But it has been a productive week thus far. I'm excited to get into this conversation. I was I did, I was concerned about you when I saw that they was having the MAGA stuff. I I be I just get so concerned because I feel like DC is one of those cities like kind of like Atlanta. Like if Trump supporters try to have something like in the city, you automatically know it's going to be like a big counter protest going on at the same time. 
And so I was like, I don't know, that many people in them guns in D.C. just ain't going to work. You saw all the Trump supporter thugs out there. You, did you see them? I see the thugs every day. <laughs> you forget. I just, I just, I just said I was in Tennessee. Speaking of thugs, reporting live. Um, so for the news I got this week, the sticky news, we about to talk about Donald. Because I'm a thug. Oh, okay. Oh. No, Donald ain't one of them thugs. He ain't, he ain't big pimping thug. Oh, he ain't no. Uh, okay. No, I don't like. We don't like Donald. In the news this week. Uh, it's, not much, it's really not that much news this week. Or, you know, if you got news that you like, people, please let me know, like, where I should be checking. Um, but the news I got this week, pretty much, uh, Donald is an obstruction to society. Uh, he is hindering my boy Joe and my girl Kamala from um, entering into this transition process, which is actually a very, very crucial time um, in switching over our government. Um, Obama and Bush actually talk in detail about how their transition um, really helped out Obama's administration and help it um, be as successful as it was. But he's such a big baby. He won't even let the man get his messages from other people congratulating him on winning. Like, that's, that's why that's tragic. Like, my favorite <laughs> response was homegirl from Paris, welcome back, United States. I was like, damn, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, something else, uh, Pfizer dropped that they have a possible candidate for uh COVID. Oh, Drake shaking your head. And I'm not taking it. <laughs> I'm out of there. I'm I'm like I'm like Kamala. Kamala said if the scientists say take it, then I'll take it. You know, I um I honestly did not take like flu vaccines and stuff until I actually became a nurse. Well I'll but, let y'all take it first and then I'll consider it. No, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let some people take it first. <laughs> I'm gonna make myself, which I am, but I'm gonna make myself look super healthy, like I can be in the last wave of the people to get the uh, get the vaccine. And then, last but not least, uh, because I live in Georgia, and people know people who live in Georgia. Uh, I'm from Georgia, <laughs> uh, right? You know, like like my best friend, she's living out in uh, Washington right now, but she lives in Georgia technically until she get all her stuff moved out of her. Um, you know, get her stuff moved from one state to the other. But um, please make sure that you go and vote in our runoff elections in January. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, early voting does start December 14th. Uh, we got two Senate seats up for grabs. Uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock uh, and uh, John Ossoff, both of them look like very high probable candidates um, that would speak to actually what I think would be really good for uh, the state of Georgia. I think, uh, they got some good things and I do not appreciate, you know, uh, people who have committed tax evasion and tax fraud uh, and uh, also yeah. uh, insider trading to be my senator. Right. So, but that's, that's uh, you know, that's neither here nor there, but that's my news for the week. I mean, we got to get rid of Kelly. Kelly, she is. <laughs> she owns a women's basketball team. Did you know, I felt like people did not know she owned them. And then when she made I the did. statement about how she felt, like the WNBA mishandled the whole George Floyd thing. And I feel like the WNBA did an excellent job. Shout out to the ladies of the WNBA, first off. Uh, but when they did their uh, George Floyd thing, she was the only owner that I could find that was kind of like, I don't approve of this. Yeah, she, I mean, but with, even with the insider trading stuff, like she, she's crooked. She's trying to play Reverend Raphael Warnock as a uh, anti-police guy. Like he's gonna ruin America. Kick her out. He's a like, reverend. This, I was, this is the Bible <laughs> bill. Y'all people go to church. Who you vote for? A reverend or a crook? She's a crook. Yeah. And you said that's all you got. 
for this week. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Well, since uh, AB is going to be leading the discussion today, I'll go ahead. I have some social media news from social media land. Uh, all, all prayers up for Jeremiah. Uh, he's in ICU. Um, he's suffering from COVID-19 as well. So COVID is still real. Uh, please wear your mask. Please be socially distant. Um, Instagram, Snapchat, all that tells what really goes on out there, which makes it even scarier. Um, and also the model that we talked about two, about two weeks ago who did the whole i think her name Sis is tanya, tanya Payne, yeah Sis, uh who made the videos uh she got blessed with an ivy park uh the newest uh some some items from the newest ivy park collection and also my love monique she got um uh, she was also blessed by queen b with um uh, with some wardrobe would y'all be mad if Beyonce sent me a box and then sent the rest of y'all boxes? I'm gonna take a video and be like, random side note, I got a box. That's all right. She probably she probably was gonna bring me mine later. The ladies were so quiet today. You know who ain't getting a box though in this group? <laughs> I'm sorry, like sis. I feel like it just maybe Rihanna in the room today. <laughs> maybe Rihanna sent you some savage fancy. Oh. Hey. Baby, baby. Yes. Are you all right, girl? He coming yeah. for you hard. I oh, know. I, he was talking about me. Well, you the one that don't like Beyonce, but <laughs> that is false information. She never said she didn't like her. I did not. We can. I'm about to say she. Phone right now and look at all the songs that I have. She, she actually clarified that she has nothing against the lady. Those, I did. Those were her words. Okay. It's right. a Beyonce so worshippers. I just said I'm not a stan, but I like her music. Mm, okay. Another update from last week. We got Sabrina Parker and Lamar Odom. They are actually back on and celebrating one year of engagement. So maybe Hold on, wait, back time so maybe Nikki, but, they are right. She maybe she is a ride or die. No, because we'll, you take a break we'll in between, ain't no ride or die. Uh, uh uh-uh, wait, Nikki. Uh uh-uh. you know what we said? Episode one. One thing that we always agree on, that's their business. It ain't our business. I got you. Business. But he called me out on it. I mean, you know. But that's business. why I also feel like we should not be so quick to run the social media into our family members and friends because we make these rash decisions that we kind of have to fall back on once we change our minds. You know, something that sticks with me is I always go back to when you be like the friend that always be talking bad about the ex-boyfriend and then they get back together. Mm-hmm. But now I can't go over to his house because now I don't talk so much shit about him. So yeah, now I, I can't go. Literally on the same wavelength with you. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. So you better. Cause I'm a real friend. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gaslight. I thought they didn't break up. I, I thought they called off their engagement, but they were still together. I don't know these people. <laughs> so, so maybe that there is, is a, it, but apparently the engagement is back on well you know what though good for them yep for first them. off hand hand claps for them um because i ain't engaged and um and i ain't calling lamar, engagements either. lamar and look and lamar uh, <laughs> lamar has gone through all these type of drug deals i'm not drug deals but uh Ooh. drug addictions <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh, that was not a, a, a street no, fighter. Was not a specialist. <laughs> no, 
Let me be very clear. He's not a pharmaceutical specialist. I apologize for that. <laughs> what I was trying to say was, for somebody who has gone as much as he's gone through, he still has way more money than I have. And so, therefore, congratulations to him and his engagement because I ain't got it. Thank you, Republican. Um, and speaking of money, um, if you go to Grambling State uh, Shade Room, they are giving out a scholarship, apparently. So you got to have a 2.5 GPA. And you got to write a 500-word essay. I mean, we, we do oh, 20 characters simple. for a tweet. Yeah, like, simple, simple. But um, And it has to be in by 11.59 p.m. on 11.20. So November Y'all better go get, go get this money, even though the shade yes. room can be somewhat such of a negative space. But go get this money from them. Go get the money, and somebody go buy Meek Mill a PS5. Uh, <laughs> why? Why is somebody buying Meat Miller PS Five? He tweeted he wanted a PS Five. Somebody give him one. Well, you know he got money to go get one. What's going around about women buying their men PS Five? So he just said he put it out there. I'm, I wish it? the people could see me. I feel like Kamala when she looked at my fence, like I'm speaking. Um, because if Meat Mills asks anybody <laughs> for PS Five, that's just. Anybody, let me take it back. Anybody that's not already in his tax bracket. Oh, buy a meat meals of a, a PS5 so he'll go sit down. I feel like if you're dating, you buy meals, one. If you're date, so this is my thing. I think sometimes we get a little like caught off with money. So because my husband makes a significant amount of money, does not mean I can't gift him something because we are in the same tax bracket that he could easily go by himself. I know he could buy everything under the sun himself, but the fact that I was thinking about him enough to let him know I already got that PS5, you good. I think that still means a lot to him. I stood in line <laughs> online. And last but not least, I'm gonna set my girl AB up um, for her discussion. I We were looking at this um, social media post by some guy, I don't remember his name. And so it was basically a, a post um, about older, how older folks and millennials uh, view jobs. And the, the post says old, fo old folks are like, basically the youngins don't want to work. And then millennials, we like, we're not into like being bossed around, asking for permission, you know, um, and, and suppressing our gifts just to keep a job. And I, I thought that was very interesting when we, as we talk about it, um, and as AB, she's going to lead us on into a discussion about it. I mean, I'll let her take it over from here. You made it sound like we're going to church. I know. So, I thought we was finna get ready to take up offering. I'm sorry. Oh, we really did. Oh, well. <laughs> let the church say amen. I'm, I'm about to say, you know, I, I got cash out, you know. You got cash. I feel like uh -oh. Mal Mal Malachi, will a man rob God? I really just feel like you gave that speech. Will a man oh. rob God? Hey, yeah, he have robbed me. <laughs> I'm oh, through, he preacher. The heathen know the word. The heathen know the word. The one that As he sips his drink. <laughs> the one that was watching that porno action through the window. But whatever. <laughs> He had to watch as well as pray. It was so I I'm sorry, AB, I'm gonna hand this over to you real quick. I promise. But uh kind of piggybacking off of it a little bit last week. So I was told that I should have told the whole story and I should have really told y'all that it was uh it started off as two men and then one of the men's woman came in and then she joined and then another woman came in. So it was like four of them. It was two men, two women. 
and all four of them joined. And I was also supposed to tell you that the next morning when they woke up, the people who lived in the apartment was having breakfast. Like none of that never happened <laughs> the next morning. <laughs> oh, they were lonesome. They were lonesome. They, they was in it. No, that's what sis need to be getting into that was talking about that her husband oh. when, uh, <laughs> was watching porn. Somebody doing something right in that household. She watched her man get... She, wa- she like watched her man get beat. Vito. That was party and play all day. Party and play, but she watched she watched her man get beat. And then like she the got man, her turn to. Like the men were doing it too. Like. That's how it started off. Cause at first we was like, oh, it's two men. And then a woman came out of nowhere. Okay. And then another woman came out of nowhere. This is so random. <laughs> so moving right along. Moving on. Moving on. That was a recap. Sorry. I'm interested in what you saw. That's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day and a whole nother topic. You're right. You're right, ma'am. So <laughs> let the church say amen and we can move on. Amen. 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 <laughs> back, back to back to back to uh will a man rob God. Yes. So I'm happy you actually brought up that um that post Dre because I feel like as millennials we constantly get like a lot of backlash from older people or even um people in our parents age bracket and so I feel like even now like when we're applying for jobs or when we're looking over our W-2 forms and W-4 forms and all those things I often realize they didn't set us up all that great financially themselves because I can think back to my first job when I was 16 at Subway and I was filling out the form and I'm like, well, what does any of this mean? I didn't even know tax it. And the people looking at me and I'm looking at the form and the people looking at me and I'm looking at the form, like they didn't set us up, but they always talk about us. <laughs> Take my form to my mama. At least you paying your taxes. <laughs> my mama fill my forms out. <laughs> I'm not even going to say our parents. I'm going to say school too, because I feel like I've had an economics class and school could have better prepared us. All they taught me was supply and demand. Uh, I, they didn't teach us anything about money and, and how to invest it. And like, I have to read books to learn how to invest. If it makes you feel better, I'm still waiting to use trigonometry, geometry. I use algebra every now and then, but you know, I could have took a finance class. I ain't gonna lie. I could have took a finance class. I actually use physics and chemistry, but I could have took a finance class, you know, like in high school. I really could have. I have yet to use A plus B equals C. I agree. I don't want to make theorem. I've used it. I've used it. I ain't even gonna lie. Like you'll use it in business and you'll use it in science. You will use algebra to get, to get, how are we going to get here? What can I subtract or how can I find it out? You will use algebra, but that's about it. At my but job. I work with three O's. Not, but not the algebra and, and math they're teaching today. Like, that old, not I don't that. even know what it's called. Um, like, what is it called? It's different. A headache. That's, that's what it's called. It's different. Exactly. <laughs> what do you call that math? I and do, it's I, wrong if you don't do it the right way and get the right answer. If you get the same answer but you do it the wrong way, it's wrong. Wrong. That's not like hazing. Are they hazing? Are they hazing children? It t- it took me fifteen minutes to help my niece do a problem when I could have did it in two minutes or one minute. You know, uh, I thought common core. At this point, common core. 
There you go. There you go. There you go. Thank God for Thank Google. You. Thank you, Google Queen. She Google no everything. Problem. Everything. <laughs> but, but I didn't even know it had a name. Well, what are some things that you guys feel like, even in your even in your job now, or um, just in general, that you feel like no one prepared you for financially, whether it be job, purchasing a home, purchasing a vehicle? What were some things you literally got to that desk and was like, "Oh, I got to tell these people I don't know what they're talking about." I think for me, I think they they made it. It seemed easy. And the expectations that that you know they paid the bills, but the, the, to a kid, it didn't look like it happens every month. You know, this is a continual thing, and so you know, like these adult responsibilities that that we so we wanted so much as kids, a lot of us saw the good parts of it and not the the, the behind the scene working. Like even to piggyback off of that, I definitely gotta say shout out to my parents. Um, because I'm going to be honest, like at my age now, my parents had a house, I think it was at least three of us. Um, and I think my parents had nice cars, all those type of things. But looking at that now, me being their age, how they say sons look up to their fathers as gods. Like I definitely look up to my father's that because there was never a day that I went without or anything like that. But let me tell you right now for myself, I feel like every day is a struggle. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like, you know, like you get like I could have had more, um, but I don't feel necessarily like I was slighted by my parents. I think they taught me what they what worked for them. And I think for our very, very large and growing society that uh, we have to use different type of tactics um, to get to the things that they have that we get that we got to see and that we got to appreciate. But I think our. um I think our desires are different. We we rather party and and do other things and then worry about building later. You know, when we hit, when we get to the point where we we don't want to move and go places. I think our big thing is travel. I I, I think our generation, our big thing is travel. Um, something that hit me was I got a promotion at my job and I called my dad and the first thing he said to me was, "So what are you getting?" Insinuate like clearly hearing that he's telling me I need to buy a house. My response was, well, I'm going to South Africa. And then like, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of the trips that I can go on. And I can really hear that he was really, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can really hear the displeasure in his voice. But in my mind, I was just like, yo, it's countries out here for me to see. It's, it's stuff for me to do. I kind of want to play devil's advocate with that. So I feel like our, our parents, so well, let me speak for myself. I feel like my parents are different from me. So yes, we do want to travel. My mom, when she was my age, was not concerned about traveling around the world. Sis was paranoid and scared. Sis wasn't going nowhere. That just wasn't a priority to her. A priority to her was, like you said, purchasing a home, probably purchasing a newer vehicle. But also, I feel like we are built different. We go after them promotions. We go after better jobs. We go after better opportunities where they were stuck. I need to stay here. They would be miserable at these people's job. I need to stay here because my pension and my 401k and my this and my that and my that <laughs> is miserable. And they had a raise in years, but they will stay there and retire from these jobs versus us. We like, look, they paying um 15 more dollars an hour up the street. So we gone. They do the same thing no. I'm doing. 
<laughs> no, I be having so I have conversations with my grandma, and she be like, "So you still at the same job?" And I be like, "Look, girl, where the money at is where I'm at." Like, oh, I just be like oh, that video where the girl be like, "Where the hood niggas at?" I be like, "Where the money? Where the money at?" Oh, I thought where you is the money? The <laughs> you gotta let him finish his sentences, please. <laughs> I was waiting for the Why rest of be- the song to come out. <laughs> Where they at? Where they at? Oh, I'm about my I'm about my my opportunities. Like a lot of people, they hear that I moved from the south to the Midwest, where there are no where there's no diversity, where there's like nothing. And people, I don't always say, I don't see how you could do that. If you knew what I knew about over here, you figure out how you could do that. So same job, making them same coins. It can't go nowhere. It can't do nothing. I'm gonna go out here for a couple years and do what I need to do, make this sacrifice, and I'm gonna level up and I'm gonna do it. But shout out, shout out to you though for actually saying like opportunity. Like I know we're talking about money, but like also taking the point like for you said opportunity. So sometimes I'll use myself as an example, like. I made more money doing what I did previously than what I did now, but I have a new niche knowledge base that you can't find unless somebody is 60 plus and I'm 30. So in two years I can roll out and be like, so I know this and the next people that know this, the next generation is about to die. So what you paying for this? Right. And I'm I'm like, I'm similar because I do like my coin. I'm, I'm more legacy over coin and memories making these memories and having experiences because i can't take the money with me when i die and whether i want to give it to my children if i ever have any mm-hmm. um it's questionable like i literally would probably give all my money to charity so <laughs> all right um who is it is that bill gates mm-hmm. or who is it that that is a bill gates thing but i mean you do have friends um if we're still doing this you know, you can always be a philanthropist into our pockets and let us all, y'all already know. Y'all already know. I got y'all. Still. <laughs> you be and re- and remember, you said you was going to be my child's godfather. So, hey. There you go. Godchildren. You got nieces, a niece and a nephew. But Do I need to go ahead and send you my cash app before you die? Like, just so you can keep <laughs> in your records. Put it in your will. Disperse coins to... <laughs> <laughs> If you want, I will show up to your funeral drunk and cry for you. <laughs> and well, a professional mourner for you, friend. A professional mourner. They got them in Africa for you. I can bring them to the United States. Oh, Be the first I'll, one. I get up and laugh. Like, I'd mean, <laughs> <laughs> be like, if Akeem don't sit out somewhere and stop this foolishness. <laughs> I was like, y'all kick him out. Okay, 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 hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> kick him out. I'll, I'll wait. I'll go back to sleep. Kick him out. <laughs> my, 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 my friend. My friend. My friend gone. I'll be like, like just throw him my, in the casket with him. Close my casket. <laughs> Look, close it yourself. Just reach over and pull it. <laughs> I'm done. done. <laughs> but I'm happy you brought up... Um, what you would do with your money. Do you guys feel responsible for making sure your kids are set at once you're deceased or even once they're adults? Do you feel like that's your job because you're their parent? Um, my current my current um, role as a uh, single, uh, not single, but um, as a uh, no children not black single. male. Hold on, wait, wait time out. let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> 
So we was in the cab. We was in the cabin uh, this weekend. You ain't single. Oh, <laughs> hope you wrapped it up. <laughs> That's your business. It is our business. I, I, I don't have. I don't have a child. Um, no so father. you just gonna skip past that? Okay. He, he's not with uh, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> not. Um, no kids. You know. Oh, but I, I don't necessarily currently feel like that, but I do feel like if I went, not if, when I have kids, like I am responsible for family legacy and that I should like leave something on for like them, um, whether it be knowledge. It, it, I don't necessarily that it needs to be money, but it needs to be something that provides positive memories um, as they move on and as I'm gone. You know, this nigga gonna see him keep laughing. He is over there cracking up. <laughs> he is beside himself. No, but for real, I don't. I don't think I should set my kids up. I, I, I don't think I should set them up with money. I think I should set them up with the tools that they need so that they can make their own dreams come true in their own lives. Um, Sure, I will, you know, help them out because that will be my role as a parent or, or you know, give them something to fall back on if they fail. Um, but I, I would want my kids to try. I had to try. I had to make my mistakes to learn. So why should I set them up? Money is a tool. It is a tool. Great and tool. I, and I don't dis- disagree with that. But if I gave them all the money instead of them earning all the money, then they wouldn't respect it like we respect money. Uh, I, I'm I'm making an assumption, but uh, y'all are my friends, so I'm pretty sure y'all respect money too. Uh, but they have to. You that's know, an assumption. That's but I think that's an assumption based off of like just what you think. I think there are rich people who are born rich who have a moral obligation to feel like I was born with this. Let me help others. And then there are people who are born without well, money who also can do be the same. But children and vice versa. And others. Children versus. Do we not all start off as children? No, but you said. But the question was your children. I mean, I would give my. I just. I literally said I would give my money all the way to the charity. So, but why not give it to your legacy for them to say like, this is what my father has willed for me to do. I would. I would leave my kids money, but if if push came to shove and they were unappreciative, I wouldn't have a problem giving it away to charity. Gonna be in the pine box, afloat with the fish. Yeah, my funeral will already be paid for. Hello, (laughs) you're not even gonna. You're not even gonna go to the funeral. They're not even gonna know where the funeral (laughs) at. It don't matter. (laughs) I was saying y'all the uh, information on the funeral. How about that? How you already plotting to get your own kids? And and know right? And read my own will. and my own obituary during the funeral. It'll well, this already funeral. has me concerned at what type of father you plan on being. So I guess you're going to preach a funeral too? I, I am concerned. <laughs> I am rather concerned. Do the internment too. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> now, which one of y'all going to be the aunties? Because we're going to have to check on this child every day. <laughs> right. Really, really, dude. I think everyone should have a will, regardless of your age and regardless if you have kids or not. I think the where I will play devil's advocate with your children is that um, generational wealth is something that we have not acquired over 
um, the years, just based off of our history in the United States. So how we think about setting our kids up for success should be in part, yes, with knowledge and access and information. But I think there's also an opportunity for us to leverage um, what we've built to help secure not just them, but future generations. I'm spoiled, even now. I grew up spoiled. I mean, I look at it as I will take care of my kids like my parents took care of me. I set them up, give them what they want. It might come back and bite me in the tail, but nevertheless, I'm going to make the way for my kids. Let me tell you something. I I always tell my friends, um, my kids are going to be the happiest children in the world. I pray I don't have a daughter because I know she's just going to run all over me. Um, but they will have the value of after I die, I do will instill like legacy in that I think that what I instill in them should live on afterwards. Um, what I gift them, they should be able to look back to, whether it be money, whether it be property, whether it be any of those things. I just feel like what I instill will live on and that my children will embody that and be able to put that back out to the universe. Sound like a Miss America answer. You know In what? First place goes to a king. Wow! <laughs> oh, you you did a Steve Harvey. You read the wrong one. Sorry. Look, random, <laughs> random. Look here. Let me insert my little random side note here. That's like how I just had to tweet about how people keep commenting on um, Abby uh, Phillips' uh, Twitter, and people keep commenting and saying like, "Oh, you're so articulate. Just because I give you nice little answers that make you feel good and sound politically correct, doesn't mean that you have to talk about me like that." Hello. Oh my. <laughs> oh, moving right along. Actually, so I kind of want to piggyback on what D said because I agree. I definitely want to give my child a a level playing field because I do notice that, especially within the African American community, we are starting fifty steps below everybody else because a lot of other people have old money. They have inherited money. So That's I definitely. Generous. What'd you say? I said, that's a real generous number. <laughs> right, right. Give <laughs> or take $5 billion. Um, But definitely, I, I do want to start them off on, a, on an equal playing field. However, like Dre said, I'm not, I need you to earn too. So I want to give you those skills. I want to educate you. I want you to know that you know, yeah, your parents look like they're doing pretty good, but this wasn't what it always was. And I'm not just going to hand you over all my hard earned money so that you can be like other people you see that may or may not be spoiled. I don't want to assume they all spoiled, but I remember being in high school and my, my schoolmates were pulling up in Hummers and 745s when they were 16 years old. That's not what my child going to do. That's never going to be an option. Can I wait? Right. I, I have a I have a question. So I do have a question if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. So is it okay? So like Tana, so if you are rich, is it okay to like give your child luxury? You don't want your child to know luxury or to know what luxury is. I don't because I don't allow them to, to drive school in 745, that doesn't mean that I, I'm trying to hide luxury from them because who is to say that me and their father would even be driving those type of vehicles? It's okay with them knowing luxury, but it's also, I feel like a time and a place. I don't find that appropriate when you're 16. You don't even know the value of a vehicle at 16. So to be driving a 745 with your little friends playing around on my insurance is a no. 
Glad you ain't my mama, cause you like you gonna be straight. <laughs> I am gonna be. I, I am gonna be straight, but I'm also gonna be. You do right. I give you everything. I mean, okay. So I'm gonna be honest. If if I not if speak to the universe when I become really rich and successful, preferably off this podcast, I feel like we can make it really far, guys. I mean, um, I'm living in my house. If I could buy, you know, uh, Lil Kim. Uh, their first Camaro or their first uh, Hummer or Tesla or whatever, I'm getting it. But it will be a discussion of this is what this takes. This is the sacrifice. This is what people before me had to pour into me so that you could have this. So when I'm gone, you too will pour into somebody so that they could have something. I don't think you see that at 16. At 16, you see me and my homeboys, zoom, zoom. You don't see sacrifices. No guy's daddy. No, no, no guy's nice. Guys, turn the music down. Like, six-year-olds don't see that. What a whole. But you might not see that. You might not see it at 16, but I feel like you will see it at 25. Well, by that time, the car be total. Probably that too. No, but I mean, we're talking about legacy. We're talking about what you are instilling and pouring and you know, what you can provide. Like I can say all this stuff to you at 16 and yes, it may go in one ear and out the other, but when you turn 30 and you're trying to do the same or 35 and you're trying to do the same thing for your child, then everything I said to you at 16 will not come back to you. And then you'll be able to pour them to the next person. I would buy the, I would buy the the car or the luxury car, but if you want gas, you got to earn it. If you want, if it's a Tesla, uh, they can charge it at your house. That's your that's your electric bill. No, that's just like having a a, a designer pocketbook <laughs> with no money in it. <laughs> uh, that pocketbook. <laughs> but but then it's gonna motivate them to go out and get this job because they want to want to carry around that Birkin. It's like some they, money in the pocketbook. It's it's your money, boo. <laughs> I can't raise these temperatures. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so so I I hear both sides. Andrea and I went to a high school where people were pulling up at Porsches, pulling up in Porsches at our school and they were in classes really? under. So, you know, the the life um that people lead, um I get it. I I understand them wanting to have nice things. I think that everything um should be earned and I don't think it should just be earned. I think it's a teachable moment. Um, I'm going through this with my nephew right now. So if if you want a car at 16, if you want a car at 16, this is what I am going to sit you down and tell you. This is these are all the factors that you need to consider about a car. Is it a cash car? Are you paying a note? Who insurance you going to be on? How are you paying for the gas? Like that's how you teach kids what the responsibility is. You talk about what we can afford as a family and you break things down. I don't, I think the generations are different, but I think the expectations and the realities and the rules were different for them. And so they didn't always have the necessary tools to be able to teach us in the same way. But for us to break those cycles, we have to be very open and and forward, even at 16, even as early as 12 12. and four. Like we have to start very early being realistic with black children. Because ain't no such thing as grown folk business because they be like this grown folk business. Ain't no such thing because we all going to be grown one day and we can't be hiding it from them. I agree with what um, D said. You know, you have to start young because, like I say, 
I'm spoiled. I was spoiled from birth. You know what I'm saying? And half of the stuff that I know now, I really just learned three years ago. And I'm 37. And even to this day, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mama and daddy will still give me what I want. I still take my paperwork to my mama to fill out. W2s, W4s. Hush up. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. If I want, I asked my daddy to give me a credit card. He was like, yeah, go ahead. He got the information. Thank you, daddy. That's must be motherfucker. Must be motherfucking nice. <laughs> it's great, you know. But the thing about it is, like, my parents yeah. never allowed me to see the struggle. Like, whenever they, if they didn't have, I didn't know. If I told my mama, "Ma, I want a pair of these shoes," my mom gonna look at me stupid. So I go to my daddy, Dad. I want these shoes. He know good and well he can't get them, but he's going to find a way to get it. And that's what contributed to me. Like, I'm the same way with my nieces. If they tell me they want something, they know God darn well auntie ain't got it. But auntie gonna find a way to go get it. All right. Like JT, like JT niece that was texting her this week. I thought that was interesting. She was showing text messages from her niece on her um, city girl. Ooh. The city oh. girls. I was like, I was what? doing for that. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you know, oh, JT. We just got to talk about Sasha singing JT verse last week, and then you're going to act brand new this week. Well, I thought you were talking about JT money. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, but no, JT no was showing. Sorry. I, I, don't, I don't know if it was on the shade room or whatever, but she was showing photos of her niece, I believe, was texting her and was like, I want this. I want to go on a shopping spree. All these type of things. You know, like, just texting her. Like, I ain't going to be funny. Like, that's nothing. I would never text any of my um, family members, whether they had money or not. They'd be like, hey, I want to do this. Like, I want to do that. But I kind of thought it was cute, though, that it was coming from the girl to JT. But then I also kind of wondered, like, in this discussion, like, what is JT teaching her back? You know what I mean? And what is social media? Yeah. I was going to say she doesn't necessarily have to be teaching her anything. I don't know these girls, but from the way they describe their lifestyle is that they grew up in a project in a hood in Miami. So it's very clear when you go from one lifestyle to this to a whole another lifestyle and the kids can see it. You went from barely having anything to living in this neighborhood. And now you come with your fancy car, and all your pocketbooks, your whole body done. Like so the little kids are like, oh, they rich. Don't buy her no pocketbook. Please don't buy her pocketbook. The baby's gonna want a Birkin. The baby's gonna want Birkins at twelve now. And they know about all this stuff. Those little kids know about all this stuff. I ain't gonna lie. I thought I was gonna get a Lexus at sixteen. I ain't gonna lie. I should. Yeah, because we were watching Super Sweet Sixteen back in the day. I thought I was gonna have. I thought I was gonna have that. Let me tell you something. I thought I was gonna have a party and the whole city was coming to it. I thought my parents were gonna buy me a Lexus. You can't tell me I didn't think my parents were gonna gonna be a Devo. You remember that boy? (laughs) (laughs) With the the boy. That was never gonna be. That was never gonna be me. Don't play yourself. (laughs) But uh, I wonder where he is these days. Though, where is he? Does anybody? Someone needs to do a follow-up story on the Devo. Um, <laughs> the Devo, but you gotcha. know, hold tight. Follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, just stuff like that. Like, I thought I was going to have that and realize, like, that comes with a struggle. Like, sometimes I wonder, like, my, my parents didn't have two jobs. But saying, like, I feel like if I had a child, like, I would have to have to go get another job to have a child. And I have two degrees. 
and, and my parents, like, they taught me, like, I, I think I don't care about what um, what other people have because you never know what they had to go through to get it. And so that's my, always my philosophy, like, oh, you got a nice car, cool, you know, congrats. And, you know, maybe, I don't know what you had to do to get it. I don't even know why, but you, did you even pay for it? Did you steal it? You know, how your, your, your note, $1,000 a month? You know, I don't know all that. And I don't care to know. First of all, if you know $1,000 a month, you need to get that car up. <laughs> Let me go ahead and tell y'all right now, Randos, don't do that. That is not a smart financial decision to make. And I'm not even a, a accountant or a finance person. Don't but you got to worry about it. People do that. To, to be on Instagram and social media, uh, being Insta-famous, and yeah. then they really don't have anything. I mean, I was in Atlanta um, uh, about two months ago, and I saw All someone. Right, tread lightly. lightly. You ain't even from there. You just lived there. Uh <laughs> Whoa! Oh, now that was a blow. <laughs> no, leave it alone. <laughs> Whoa! Because <laughs> you ain't we, from there, you just live there. Oh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, wow! We know, we, we know where he from. I know. That's why he, that's why he we from we from where your we from where your secret ex boo at. I, see, I beat you that's to the punch today. I beat you. I beat you to the punch. <laughs> I beat you because I knew it was coming. I know you. I can. <laughs> but oh, the shade. But I was in Atlanta. And um, I followed this. I followed this person on Instagram. I had never met him in real life, but I was walking in Atlantic Station, and I walked past, and I was like, "Oh my god, he literally looked like a bomb." And but like on social media, like he's like all put together, you know. And I don't think he, he might be outside. You know, um, he can't uh, be outside in sweatpants. It, it I was wear all the time. It was worse than sweatpants. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> rando people, right now. Uh, photos that I post on my personal Instagram story. We saw that. Are uh, what do you mean? We saw what? We you didn't know, see that. Tell us more. You're in your sweatpants on Instagram. Ooh. Gray sweatpants. Like, Ooh. like I was saying, I wear sweatpants <laughs> on a regular basis. Now, the photos that I post on Instagram might be uh nicely out in public or with friends, but let me tell you right now, nine times out of ten, if you see me in public, I'm wearing sweatpants. <laughs> And a tank top or a sweatshirt. Ooh. I wasn't talking about you though. I was talking about. <laughs> Are you? I know you want to talk about me. <laughs> you was talking bad. about the bum on the street. You want to talk about me, but I was just saying, just because somebody That's wears sweatpants, saying. I don't want nobody to think that, that it's okay. But I was saying I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> I wasn't talking about gray sweatpants. It was much more than sweatpants. More of the story, what I was trying to say before we got all off on sweatpants and, and all that. Um, don't believe what you see on social media. Speaking of social media, um, I feel like now everybody is a finance finance guru on social media. All these pages about what you should and should not be doing. Come to my webinar. Come to my seminar for sixty dollars, and I'll make you a six figure this, six figure that. And if your whole team ain't talking about obtaining uh, uh, this and buying this and owning this and being a business leader, then you need a new team. Like, I just feel like it's overwhelming because every time I turn around, it's a new post. People telling you what you should be doing to, to, to be wealthy. Can you also add in people who add you on Instagram and Facebook who are Bitcoin investors and Bitcoin um I got an influx of those this week. 
I got an influx of those. I'm like, where are they coming from? Me too on Facebook. They're coming from right. It's the it's a scheme that Todd set up to come at you with the bullshit. It's a scheme from Russia. Todd alone. I like Todd. I just I, I feel like <laughs> I don't know. They make it seem like there's this blueprint to becoming wealthy, especially if you're black. You have to own homes. You have to have all this real estate. Like. Somebody messed around and told one black person that and they got wealthy and not all of us are peasants for not owning homes. <laughs> and I'm so old. We are pe- we're peasants because they snatched my ancestors up from the continent that I adore and brought me over here and said free labor and then gave me nothing to set up my family like their white families were in after the Civil War. This is what has happened. This is why I have two degrees and I make under $100,000 a year. Meanwhile, a white person has one degree or no degrees and is working for a Fortune 500 company and is making over $200,000 a year, have absolutely nothing. And this is why Alabama has a senator that doesn't know what the three branches of government are. (laughs) Well, one of your presidents done bought two houses and now he swear y'all better buy houses, (laughs) us y'all bums and we'll never be bought. I guess oh. I'll be a bum then. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm a bum saving lives. But I know. I know the three branches of government. <laughs> I really think, so I, not to get off time, I think that's really fucked up that we make people who immigrate here to know that, but people who are quote unquote American and born here can't even really like recount the history correctly that they created. But but that's why we should make sure that our kids, family, our peers, our community has access to information, history. I, I get this whole finance thing. I think that I will say it's one thing to try to help people and share knowledge and it should be free. Like this, this information should be free. If we are communicating with our peers why why are we charging to to help lift others up? I, I get the hustle, I get entrepreneurship, but I think until we are able to um, get our community where we need it to be, it needs to be free. Information should be free there. I also think that like uh, if if I'm not investing in the same things you're investing in, or if I'm not investing at all, it um let me not say that. I'm I'm home, y'all. So. It ain't your business. Come, mama, gonna come and slap you, slap in your face. What you saying? Everybody be like, who you talking to? I'm gonna be slightly filtered, but I I just I think it is. Who are you to look down on me because? I'm not doing the same things that you're doing. My path is not the same. And I think um, I think our families did the best that they could with the information that they had. Like, I felt like for me, we talk about these two degrees. I have two degrees as well. And let me tell you, I thought I was sold a lie, right? I was like, I thought I was supposed to be here by this age. I had this, everything sorted and planned, but that's not the case. And one thing my mom always tells me is like, I'll see a posting and I'll be like, man, that job looks really amazing. Um, She's like, apply. Why aren't you applying? These mediocre white men um, are in these positions and who are you? You have the knowledge, you have the experience, never count yourself out. And even if it shows that you don't feel like you're qualified, apply anyway. That's what they do. 
That's that's the confidence that they have. <laughs> that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm still I'm I'm working at that. Um, mm-hmm. I have to sometimes see stuff and actually tell myself like, go out and get it. Like I'll I'll see something and I have to call a friend and be like, so I saw this. Like, what do you think? And they'd be like, what you doing? Like, go apply for the job. I'd be like, well, I'm not. I, I meet like three out of five qualifications, but I'm not really all five. Oh, and it was yeah. like. And they don't, they'd be like, nobody don't know that. Like I call my HR friends. And so then I actually have recently done this. Uh, so let's see the outcome of this. Yeah. Look, as long as you, you went jujitsu fishing and, and Hong Kong somewhere and you were like an expert, they ain't gonna find it. <laughs> right. Be- because what our, ed- what our education did teach us and what our community has taught us is that we know how to find the information. If you don't know, you know how to get the information. But I will say, and I know we talked about this earlier, that's where I find the gaps with some of uh, some of us because I'm a millennial too. What I find is that some of them don't even try, right? Like you have to have a work ethic. I, ha- I have worked really hard and supported some young professionals. Like they... they have this great education, right? And and where I'm at, DC is elitist. Don't let anybody try to trust fool me. You. It's, it's if anybody elitist. doesn't know, when you meet somebody today in DC, the first questions out of their mouth are, "Where did you go to school at, and what job do you have?" So correct, that's, that's the DC vibe. And that's how they are going to approach you. And so they have these great educations, and their families have money, but you can't type. You don't know how to use Excel. You don't know like. I, I can work with it, but then they expect to be promoted and they expect to, um, they expect to get all of these projects and recognitions when they're not willing to actually do the work. And it's, it's, so I see both sides of it. Yeah, I'm not trying to be your friend. Befriend you and then know because they know that you can do it and then get all the advice for you and get all the credit for your work. Mm. Mm -hmm. A one way relationship. Yeah, that's that's that doesn't work for me. You you need to at least be able to work. My favorite thing to say in the interview is um, they're always like, "So, do you know how to work such and such and such and such?" I'd be like, "No, but I can use YouTube and Google." <laughs> I will accept that. I will accept that because what that shows is that you are willing to figure it out. Yep. Right. I don't yeah. have a spoon feed handhold. You're gonna try to work it out. I, I'm. I'm trying to tell you, some of these people do not want to work. They want things handed to them because they got that Porsche at 16. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I do agree that you have to have a balance and you have to make sure that that kids understand what it takes to get what they have. Because if not, then we're just going to have all these people who keep rising and rising because of others around them. And then the others around them aren't getting the recognition, the raises, or the support they need. I'm, I'm going to tell you, my favorite Jay-Z quote, I don't care what anybody say, is when Jay-Z said, moral victories are for minor league coaches. Like, I do not believe in moral victories. I don't think you should get some because everybody else is getting it. I think you need to get what you get on your merits, on your worth ethic. What you put in is what you get out. Like your way. I don't think I ain't gonna be funny. I don't think we as millennials get that one all the time. <laughs> Charlemagne a little seasoned too. Not too seasoned, but he'll listen. 
But I'm happy y'all brought up as a donkey, honey. <laughs> no, no, I love me some Charlemagne. Everybody else be going ham on him and always giving him a hard time. I be in his corner. I do she like him you know, every morning. She be I like, like his, I, I ain't gonna lie. You uh, like my respect. I don't. I don't listen to it often, and I always thought Charlemagne was an ass. But I read his book, and so I have a whole newfound respect for Charlemagne. He, I, he could be an ass, but I think we can, we can all be that way, you know. I, 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 and it's just his way of being starkly honest and saying how he feels. And I think we are taught to censor how we feel and well, censor what we say how we feel. And he just says it and he owns it. Yep. He says what he needs mm-hmm. to say without censoring himself to make other people comfortable. Mm-hmm. He says what he means and he means what he say, what he says. And I admire him for that because I have been one to water down things to make other people feel comfortable. But you want him a little bit more chocolate, don't you? Just a little bit more chocolate. I don't want him at all. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a married man. Well, you know that's fair. My eyes are closed to marry me. But 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 to D's point, that's why I said that about my kids. Like if I had kids, they would have to. I, of course, I would be there to support them and give them what they need. But they they're gonna have to learn to do this and and respect what they have and 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 learn how to get it for themselves. Yep. Um, when because i mean these are materialistic things that you know like cars and stuff so they're gonna have to have another one one day so yeah how did dad do this and 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 what did dad teach me about it and and how did dad tell me what i need to pay for how to factor in all my expenses when i buy this car that's i mean not i i, I didn't say what i said earlier to be mean but i don't think it's been mean. i think it's teaching them a lesson and and, and, and we build on our on what we learn i agree i'm leaving my kids this funko pop collection this who who? My Funko Pop, my Funko Pop collection. What is that? Yes, yes, D, the action figures, the little the. Here. I hope they worth some money when it's all done and over with. Oh, I thought you said your yeah, Furby collection. Got- I was like, Bad. no, they're like Funko Pop. So like, this is one of them. Can y'all see that? Oh, I have one of those. And you don't know yeah, what it's called. Are- you don't know no, what it was. Cough. I just got it for my godson because he likes <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. So I just got it and he has so to come here. I, I just found this weekend on Twitter from searching Twitter. I found this weekend they have an app and they have like all of them on there. You can go and they tell you how much your collection worth. Oh, well, let me go ahead and keep it then. And right. Just, that's what I said. The collection. Fun Co Pop app. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah if oh, anybody yeah. listening, I. And want to buy me something nice? I collect all African American Funko Pops. Just saying. But, but would y'all pass the collection plate to your children? Yeah, that's gonna get us. This, this collection is already three hundred dollars. <laughs> that's the utility bill when I'm gone, right there. A utility bill? No, in, t- in, no. in twenty years, the it might be higher than that. Yes. It's gonna take back five hundred Funko Pops for that utility. <laughs> You're going to need a roommate just to pay your light bill. You're going to need one of them Bitcoin investors to live with you. You're going to call them back then. Um, I'm I'm nice um, sorry, I ignored you. Oh, I ignored you um, 20 years ago, but I need you right now. You still got your Bitcoin. How does how did, how did Bitcoin work? Wait, Bitcoin? It's like a currency. Yeah. So it's basically like dollars. So instead of um using dollars people use bitcoin and so you invest a lot of people can um if 
if you have a, a really large transaction. So for those who don't know, the feds are always watching anything over $10,000. So it's you're literally called cryptocurrency. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's, so in it, there's some other ways because it isn't, it's regulated, but it's not regulated in the same way. She's so like a hustler, y'all. you can get around some stuff. Don't do that. No, it, it, don't you can do invest in it. it can... So, so D, we can talk, right now. D, we gonna talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever a black person come to USA, the feds are tracking everything over ten thousand. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, and it's called crypto. A lot, people, listen, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that anything right. over ten thousand dollars, you have to write up, you have to fill out paperwork for. It. Mm-hmm. And people flash stuff on IG and people do this, but understanding what your rights are is essential. True. But let me tell you something right now. If I can't use it in Publix, it ain't real. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how that rolls. So if I can't go, if I can't pay for my chicken tenders at Publix with my Bitcoin, (laughs) don't be in my DMs talking about a Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) Publix is the standard. Publix, like, if I cannot walk into Publix, if I can't pay on um, um, Jeff Bezos's Amazon with a Bitcoin, don't DM me talking about Bitcoin finances. Because they, they, they do it so slick too. Hey, how you doing? And then they was like, hey, do you want to learn how to make some? <laughs> do you know anything about Bitcoin? Taking a photo on a Lamborghini. I don't want no Lambo anyway. <laughs> that's so accurate. I do want that. I do want that truck though. I ain't gonna lie. Anything that's not straightforward. Is an automatic like red flag for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, There's better Drake. ways to invest your money that's easier and that you can interact with and understand. That's like simple. So like Robinhood is like a really simple, easy app that you can um, buy what you call penny stocks. So you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on um, a stock, you can invest maybe $50 if um, you want, and you can still get a portion of that stock. Okay, Robin Hood. Um, so we're millennials, and we're going to put some money on what we just did for you. So every time somebody play that, you owe us $100. Okay. Where <laughs> me my money? Robin Hood. Robin Hood. <laughs> Robin Hood, they go three oh, right there. I'm Robin. playing the millennial way. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, as a matter of fact, we're gonna start a hashtag Robin Hood, whatever yep. Robin Hood app. And every tweet, share, we get paid for that. Robin Hood, Excellent. run me my coins. <laughs> this is this is why this is why we put you in the center of the um of the graphic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm Nikki, a- now we just need you on this one like this. <laughs> Have y'all seen the lady with nails who do this in the video? <laughs> yes. Run me my coins. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. No. And if you don't know, for the people that can't see us, you know exactly what it is. Her nails are real long. All you hear is her clicking her nails together. Yep. <laughs> so that's all I got to say. Yep. Yep. That's it. We can make it happen. <laughs> we can make it happen. I mean, because Jay Z on 444, he like dropped a lot of knowledge in, in, in the story of OJ on on how 
No, you don't like it. I know you don't. I, I get it. No, 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 no. I actually <laughs> really, really love Jay Z's four four four. Like, oh, really, okay. really love it. Like, oh. I would say, uh, what was the one before this? Might be my favorite. Um, oh, the one before four four four. Um, the one that has like um somewhere in America, uh, Holy Grail. That's what I said. Like I, oh my bad. <laughs> um, I think We're I like that one We're not used to you knowing but... these things, Trey. <laughs> but you know, I think that one I, that was probably my favorite one. But like that helped me get into Jay Z. But four 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 was definitely like a masterclass of like finances. Uh, how to like not a masterclass, but finances, not how to be wrong, how to admit that you were wrong and the stuff that you was doing. Jay Z put on a nice little show on four four four. But the story of OJ was a four minute. All you need to know about how to make money, and it it was like he drops. He talked about how much how creative is like what you need, and and talked about investing and becoming financially free, and how people thought he was buying silly things that now are now worth a lot of money. Um, also, you know, people on the ground holding up, he even says, are they on the ground holding up money? He said, that's not real money. And that's, that doesn't concern me. And so, you know, things like that. Like, <laughs> we don't call that money over here. So hey. I got to say devil's advocate again. Uh, I struggle with hearing rappers tell this whole story because yes, they bought all these things, but it was once dirty money that they bought all these things with. And they Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, I mean, they open their mouths and talk about their history and the money they brought in too. So okay. half the time they didn't even real. But but okay, money ain't real. So let's get here. That's that's my issue with a lot of rappers because they they come on and they try to tell us what we should and should not be doing, but all of us don't have that head start because I don't have a slew of dirty money um to start with. Some of us are so the United States. I'm saying me, I don't have a slew of dirty money. I'm just saying for me, I don't have a slew oh. of dirty money. So when I hear a rapper saying, you know, trying to educate me on this, that and other, like you kind of had a head start, buddy. Like you talked about how you had all these vehicles before you even had your deal. So you had big money before you had this record money. So it's kind of hard for me to be like, okay, well, I ain't starting off like you. So I'm really starting off at the bottom. But I, I will admit that he did drop some gems. I'm not going to lie on that. For nine, nine, nine. Huh? So, for nine, nine, nine. But yeah, I, I, so I'm going to challenge that just, just ever so slightly. Only because, so I'm going to say this, like, they started from the bottom and started without nothing. They were just more willing to run a risk that I'm not willing to run. Yeah, I mean, you you ran a you ran a risk. You get you get a gain. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it like that, but I'm not willing to run an illegal risk. He was willing to run an illegal risk, and he got he got a return from a risk, which is fine. I'm just saying they like, run. I, they ran the risk to the detriment of their community and their people. They aren't serving. They serve themselves while they drug everyone around them down. Like I. There is one thing to say, oh, okay, I sold drugs to make a way. But if you if you was set, moving weight and you was making bank, that's a little, that's, I, I think that's different. Some of them talk about in their songs doing it and then serving like they homeboys, aunties and mamas. So you were, you were doing what you needed to do selling 
That's what it's called when you sell drugs. You serving. Well, I'll, I'll well, sell drugs. And serving. But, but you know the lingo. I don't, but, I don't even know how to buy. I read, I I read Zola's story. You live in, look, you live in Tampa. I read Zola's story. I heard what go on down there. You know. Oh wait, now don't, don't, don't call. No, no, that's different. Those are drops. We'll talk about that on another day. <laughs> I'm gonna do a whole episode on drops. We're so, gonna do a whole episode on drops now. While you're talking about, you know, you're talking about dropping these financial gems and whatnot, and I'm not just saying, I'm not speaking on anyone in general. Like you, like. D said, you did do a lot of damage to your community. You went up and you shot hella people down who never bounced back from that type of stuff either. That's fair. I was going to say something, but... <laughs> you can't come back from that. Okay, yeah, right, you know. that, yeah, I took my L in this conversation. Look, I, I, was like, look I, was, I was sitting here and I was like, hell, she right. <laughs> she, yes. First of all, I feel like he came in, hit me right over the head. And I feel that AB came and cleaned me right on up in the end. I'm like, telling you, like they always do them. They all do do the one two punches. They come right after each other. <laughs> we will often say something, and then it'll like trigger a whole nother thought for me. <laughs> so I'm just. But like, I just hey. felt like it was just like I was like, no, nah, I got it. I'm about to stick up for my boy Jay Z. I tried to. Oh, you? I, even, <laughs> I got notes. I got lyrics. I it's not, it's not exclusive to him. There are many, many rappers who mention serving their homeboy, auntie, and mama. So it ain't exclusive to him. Can, can we just say dealing to or selling to? Because that just makes no. We are of the culture. We would it's use, called we serving. Would the, we would use the vernacular of the people. You are serving. I, I thought, people, wait, like, when you say serve, if they're, if they're, in my mind, if they're dropping it off, they're serving. Serve. No. When you say serve, I think of something else. And so, no, you when, do. For this. Not that serve. Uh, that really? don't, that don't, see, that don't even sound friendly. Not that serve. Sure, sure, the picture you just sent me. Wrong combo. <laughs> wow. Please share. Oh, I mean, I can share. Y'all want to see it? Ooh, what is it? I was just playing, but inquiring minds. It was a, it was an it was the night in DC. <laughs> night in DC. Oh, the picture you got that close. Wait a minute, you took pictures. I, I'm gonna need you to send those to the. <laughs> yes. Yeah, send I'm gonna look around chat. and be like, it, "Oh, he did." Look, oh, look, he, look. Did. <laughs> he did. I'll be back. He sent it. He oh, did. Crap. My goodness. They really had no shame that night. And he got a hat on. And you avoid That's like what people do in D.C. though. Like nobody closes their blinds. Like why? It was was in the wharf. Well, you flipped it and made some money (laughs) off of it. They would have did it to you. Oh, wow. No, they would have just watched. It was an interesting and nice show. I will say that. I think it's more normal to them than it is for us. So... Normal. I, know. I, want, I, do, I, do, I do want to do where people walking by can see you. That's not normal. I, I do. <laughs> I want to do something like that. I mean, no, I mean, the like, thrill of the rush. Shocking. It's not shocking. Like to us, when we like, oh, look at the people now. Why would they do that? Let me take a picture of this. They're probably just like, yeah. Look, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's looking at us, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If you look closely, that is Jaquan beating down Robert. 
Not beating them down. Oh, hold on. That's definitely what that is. Wait a minute. Let me go back. Let me look That's what y'all missing. Oh, that's a black man. Jaquan has on the hat. Yes, that is the black man. I thought it was two. I thought it was Oh, I thought it was a white. No, he beating down the white man. Oh. Oh. The plot. And then the white... And then the white man wife walked in, or whoever. Were they black or white? It was a black man and three white people. Oh, he was just serving them all over that night. See, that's how you serve. (laughs) (laughs) We know. We know. We knew where you were going. Yeah, we listen. (laughs) We know this. We know this. Serving Peter all over the place. (laughs) Definitely. When you definitely serve y'all back in, back, 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 y'all back. Oh, we, re- back. we come oh. back. Okay, we back, we back, y'all. So, y'all get a random bag of tricks this week. <laughs> woo! How would y'all? How would y'all describe y'all relationship with money? Because relationship with money, like just in general, how would you describe your relationship? Fleeting. Because we all have those friends. <laughs> This is what made me think of it. We all have those friends that we go on vacations with or that we go out to eat with. And then they make the whole, when it's time to pay, they make everything so awkward. And typically, like, I'm used to going with certain friends where money is not a thing. Like, we'll, like, divvy it up and get rid of it real quick. But then them other people who be like, well, who had the this and who had the that? Well, I really ain't even eat that much of that calamari, so... (laughs) And I cannot deal with that. That's why I put. That's why I put my stuff on my own receipt. Uh oh. But, no, but no, how no. do you do that? Most places don't let you do that in big groups, particularly in DC, where we brunch. Mm. Brunch is a thing. And let's, let let's me talk about you, it because brunch people, is definitely the thing in DC. Oh, detail. Yeah, like it, it's nice just place. it was oh, part of bottomless, bottomless. Like, That's when we had that. We you tried just that. Keep eating, you keep drinking. <laughs> no, we tried that blood and mirror stuff. <laughs> just, <laughs> yes. You just keep eating and you keep drinking. That's that's DC glutton. <laughs> but yeah. I, I just is we have this thing where some people I don't I hear you, A B, but like some people get and they order in five drinks in in the most expensive thing on the menu. <laughs> now I don't mind you having a couple drinks, but you need to read the room. Read yep. the room. I agree. Everybody had two drinks. And you know, you from the same show. right, 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 right. But no, then you have the people who on their fifth drink, and then I they have the most drink. expensive. And I'm like, <laughs> oh well, my question I, to them will be: So you got your money to cover this, right? That, that's my rule. You better always order what you can afford. What you can afford. <laughs> Listen, I I get the receipt. I said because I know how I am. I get the receipt, and then I'll I'll first I'll first see if it's split evenly what the cost is. Then I'll no. take a quick glance at the person who drank the most and see how much their bill. I'll compare, oh. and then I'll make a decision. <laughs> But see, I like that. I like that. My friend lives in New York and her situation is similar to what Dee explained. And like me, my friend doesn't eat meat. So she would tell me that she stopped going out to eat with all those people because they would want to go to steak houses. And while she might have had a salad and some shrimp and a drink, hold (laughs) up, time out, time out. I'm gonna need the people to stop doing this. If she eating shrimp, that's meat. We got to stop acting like shrimp ain't meat. I'm tired of that. 
I'm tired of that shrimp that's, is meat look, is an animal. You like, thought I was the only one that caught that. Um, yo, 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 no, yo, I heard this whole time has been that's their business. That's their business. That's that's the that is not their business. It's, it's a fact that's read in a book. It's not their business. You can that's, look it up. Choose to live in ignorance. For everybody's birthday, they want to go to a steakhouse and then they want to split. In New York, it's similar. You just got to split it. Um, so she was like, I'm just not going to go to these people parties no more because they're not going to eat steak and lobster while I had shrimp and a salad and a drink. You're right, though. She is. She but I normally just split. I, um, like, I'm always like, let's just do a split. Like, But I, I, yeah. I, I go out to eat with people who ain't going to do that either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a place, uh, a place that I appreciate, it, it took me two days to figure it out. But in South Africa, they they all everywhere we went, they told you that you cannot have separate checks. But what they do do that they don't tell you is they have that um, the mobile card pair. So kind of like the one that they have at the gas station, but it's not attached. They can literally have each person. You can go down the check. This is this is one of those life hacks that we teach y'all on this show. Um, they have the check and all you have to do is tell them what you had and they can subtract. So like if your bill is $50, it can be one check, but you can pay your $50 and then it'll subtract. And then the next person can pay what they had and they can subtract from that. But I actually wish we could have that in the United States. Got all the time for that. They do. They got it at Applebee's. That's what I was thinking. I'll go there. Chili's got it. Well, that's why you don't know that it's in the United States then. (laughs) Well, no, in the city, in the city of Atlanta, we don't have many of those in the city. Like, it's not even trying to be funny. It's a lot of like local places in the city. Like, there's not many chain restaurants in the city. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Every- but I'm not. I'm not going anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could see him as he is no, right. That's her. <laughs> That's an expensive palette over there. No Applebee's uh, for that palette. South City None. Kitchen only. Well, well, Boo that went to the cabin, I guess they, they got it. Upgraded that palette. No. <laughs> them coins was there, I bet. No coins. He just told her he went single, so we know that. <laughs> what y'all not gonna do is get me Find that lady funny. <laughs> y'all not gonna get y'all are not gonna get me drug in post conversations after the podcast is heard. I already had to listen. Look, I already had to listen to last week's episode in the car. Oh, oh, why? Because he said he didn't want to do those with his partner. <laughs> but luckily, in full, in full disclosure, though, no, no, no. But to be funny, in full disclosure, though, no, I'm the, the way I communicate is that my the way I talk to people is very upfront. So when it was said, it was not a surprise. See, people, communication. There you go. We already preached on that now. All right. <laughs> Round the side of the week. <laughs> what you got over there, D? This one is actually a good one and relevant to the conversation. Um, so, Anonymous, in your career, what do you consider being successful? I can I equate success to happiness, period. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if I am doing something that I enjoy my entire life as a whole, then that is success to me. So I could be making X amount of dollars a year, but as long as I enjoy the people that I work with, when I wake up at whatever time I have to get there, I'm satisfied. Um, And that I can still travel the world, experience cultures, um, and eat where I want to eat it afterwards. I'm satisfied. And I feel like that is success. 
But in your career, where you are, regardless, you, you equate it with what you can do beyond that. But in it, in what you're doing and what you want to do, what does success look like? Is is that something you're a goal you're trying to achieve, a level, or is it more so you just work so you can do these other things? I think it's a moving bar. Um, okay. I think it's a moving target. So I think that at one point you are satisfied. I'm satisfied with the success that I have at a certain level. And then once I can see the um, tangibility of the next level, then I want that. So I have to be able to reach that. If I can't reach that, then I'm unsuccessful at that point. But once I reach it, I'm successful. I agree with that. Um, I and I approach it from from the same perspective, but my perspective is kind of warping now. Uh, and now my mindset is I'm not successful until I create my own because I've helped someone else become successful for so long. So where would my 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 success will only be defined in a role in your company uh, or or in your thing? In my mind, this is how I view it. So. My, I'm at the point now where I want to create my own. I want to, be, I want to become my own boss, and I want to do what I want to do, and I want to go where I want to go, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, and I don't want to answer anybody. <laughs> I mean, this is how I see. So it. I, I have a question for you um, to piggyback off that just a little bit. So like for me, I don't necessarily want my own. I want to be my own boss. Like I'm okay with like say if you were president, I'm okay with being chief of staff. Like I don't necessarily want to be visible. Cool, but we all have. Like, how does that fit pers- in? We all have those different personality types. I have a very A type A personality, and I want to be, I, I not be in control, but I'm always challenging myself to go to the next level. And if I'm working in somebody else's company, to me, there's no other, there's no next level when I beat, I meet your next level because I'm still within your box. I'm creating my own box, my own realm where I am successful. I get that. I just want, I just secretly wanted to throw that out there just because like there are people who necessarily are not the visible ones or the ones that come up with certain things, but they are still successful in their own right. Like right. you're never going to really see like a CFO of a company come out there, but they're really the reason why, you know, a company has such like great uh, profits and dividends and those type of things like that. And that's fine. Some people dream is to be um, the CFO or the pastor's wife or whatever. Like that, that may be your dream. Not the pastor's wife. <laughs> wife. That was what? shade. That was shade. <laughs> you thought it. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> you couldn't even you couldn't even call them first lady. Right. Oh. Oh, that's what they call them. First ladies. <laughs> but Wow. But, but to Akeem's point, everyone doesn't have the same aspirations. Some people just glad to have a foot in the door and that's successful to them. And that's all fine. That's all dandy. But you know, I think the more you challenge, I think the more one challenges him or herself, then they begin to understand a new, come to understand a new profound or a new developed uh, sense of what success is. I think for me, um, because I have been in this new position just for a few months, um, but it was kind of like where I've been busting my butt to be at. So I think over the last four years, a lot of people have been sewing into me and I feel like I feel like I finally made it and I've reached that level of success when I give, even if I gave a half of what people have given to me on this journey to other people, um, I feel like 
you you made it. You made it. Oh, sorry, I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm kind of like Dre. My success is I gave myself two years to be my own boss. I don't, I'm tired of working in somebody else's success footsteps or whatever. I could run the school if I wanted to. I do it better than the director that I work oh, up under. I hope she listens to this. But no, 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 because I've told oh. her that. Oh, I, I, shit, I, 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 <laughs> hey, I've told her that. I done told the principal that I can do this. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to, if I'm going to leave my job, it's going to be because of me and what I want to invest in myself. And until I get that, then I'm unsuccessful right now. I mean, and like Akeem said, it's a moving bar. You know, once I hit that bar of success, then it goes up higher and higher and higher. And until I'm able to reach that, then I'm not where I want to be and I'm not successful. You better get up Jacob's ladder. We climbing it. We climbing it. Okay. Oh, y'all must win the church today. So I think all these themes are are really good in how I view success in my career. I am a very hard worker. Like the work ethic was instilled in me at a very young age. And so for me, um, I agree with Akeem in that I work behind the scenes. I don't have to have platitudes, gratitude. I am going to continue to achieve because achievement is a core value for me. I will say that um, six, what, do, what do I consider to be successful? It's more in lines with a little bit of what AB and Nikki said about themselves. If, if, and, and back to Jay-Z, if everybody around me isn't on my level, then I'm not succeeding. I have to, whether it's my community, my family, whether it's the people I work with and um, who collaborate with me, if they're, if they're not succeeding, then I'm not doing my job. I'm not doing my job as, as a supervisor. I'm not doing my job as a manager. I'm not doing my job as a colleague. So for me, success is usually um, more external. But what I will say is that that service, that I, I will be of service attitude um, is really important to me. But what I've challenged myself over the last year or six months is how do I start striving for myself? How do I create something that is um, along the lines of what Dre and others have said, how do I make something? How do I create something that is my own that I can be proud of? So trying to find that balance between like service and uplifting and bringing others along while still striving and creating something uh, for myself. Love these answers. That's why y'all are my friends. The, door, the doors of the Randall Church are open. I'm t- look, I was about to say, let the church say amen. Like, I literally was saying. Let the doors. church say amen. The doors amen. of the Randall Church, amen. Hallelujah. Because y'all was up today, and thank you, Lord. <laughs> I just want us to say, can we just say reach out and touch one time? Well, thank you, D, for the random side note of the week. Um, 
you guys don't forget that you can submit your random side notes to us uh, at rnd side note on instagram twitter and on facebook um if you want send it to us if you want to remain anonymous just say don't say my name and we'll still acknowledge we got it and and we'll we won't mention your name on the recording <laughs> um well well that has been our conversation today uh don't forget to uh you can catch us on any major podcast platform go and um hit hit subs- hit subscribe. subscribe please make sure that you're commenting on YouTube, make sure yeah. that you are make sure that you're <laughs> rating us please um, you know, make sure you're telling your friends about us. Like we already know these are the conversations that y'all are having with your friends. So why don't you go ahead and have this conversation with your friends too about what we talking about with you and your friends are also talking about at home. Side note. Closing remarks. Right. Side note, y'all are nasty. We that that um the thing we did last week uh, with the choking in the bed. Oh yeah, well, y'all some people like to be cho- so like y'all said last week, this is a judgment-free zone. So let the 60, people say what they want to say. Sixty-seven percent of people after the poll said they want to be choked. I, I said no. You know, also, also last week you said that you were willing to experiment, and so hello. Not, not with choking, baby. <laughs> you was asking for you was asking for oxygen and water. I mean, you've already experienced it, so just go for gold. <laughs> there is, ooh, there is nothing Whoa. wrong with a little pressure. Exactly. Uh, uh, I see. Pressure my, my weird pipe. Mm-hmm. My, uh, I'm telling you, what are they mad that day and they forget? Exactly. They Get a little it. rough. But what did you do? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Supposed to be yeah. having makeup, not breakup. That's the best. Yeah, you make it. Like you gotta get your. So you gotta get your. Fr- you gotta get your frustrations out, boo. Well, not on my throat. <laughs> I didn't say good. <laughs> I mean, by choking me. Come on, guys. God. We got taking a turn. So. All right, guys. Y'all stay blessed out there, Randos. <laughs> this has been our show, guys. Y'all stay blessed. We'll catch y'all next so Tuesday. Bye. <laughs> Episode Bye. <five>. We out. <laughs> Bye. Deuces. <laughs>